0: Hey, this is David Kidd Cash, and you're listening to Chair Shots to the Cranium Podcast, and you're a dumbass if you don't. is up everybody welcome to another episode of chair shots to the cranium i am your host steven goforth before we get into this episode i'd like to remind all of you to go follow us on instagram and on twitter it's chair the number two cranium chair to cranium again that's on instagram and on twitter go follow us on facebook and also go subscribe to us on youtube apple Podcasts, google podcast spotify soundcloud so we've got a lot of platforms where you can listen to the show, subscribe, get alerts as to when a new episode or a new interview drops. So don't miss a single episode of Cheer Shots to the Cranium. Also, go to our website, CheerShotsToTheCranium.com. Again, that is CheerShotsToTheCranium.com. And you can also listen through OneWrestling.com. Again, OneWrestling.com, one of the best sites to go to for the latest and greatest news professional wrestling again, onewrestling.com I will be having some new interviews dropping very soon so keep your eye out for that and as always I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your day to push that play button to listen to our show your support is tremendously appreciated so tell your friends tell your family about us help us grow our following without further delay let's head right into the top news in professional wrestling in the Cranium Correspondence. All right, so I have a lot of topics and opinions on my Cranium this week. Let's jump right into it. Cody versus Dustin, double or nothing, coming up May 25th. You know, in the back of my mind, I kind of felt like this was going to happen. It's been rumored for a while. Uh, Dustin shot the rumors down saying, don't believe what you hear on the internet. Uh, did a great job of playing that down and maybe at that time there was no interest and no, um, no talks of them having a match together, but it's official now brother versus brother Cody versus Dustin and Dustin said goodbye as many of you know, already to the gold dust character. I was a little sad about that gold dust has been around for a very long time. He has done a fantastic job with that character but he's done no more i don't blame him it's time to move on time to start something new and uh, clearly dustin is is heading towards the end of his career and he wants to do something different so kudos to him and uh it takes a lot of guts to to re re-in- yourself or reinvent yourself i should say reinvent yourself and dustin is doing that and uh i'm curious to see where that character goes from here on out and uh Who he goes by. What name is he going by? Is he going to go by Dustin? Is he going to go by Dustin Runnels? Is it Dustin Rhodes? Uh, Is he going to come up with a completely different name? So we shall see on that. So Dustin versus Cody, double or nothing. You know, I don't know that I'm super, super excited about the match. Uh, I was kind of hoping that whatever's going on with Dean Ambrose, you know, who knows with that. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, I was hoping maybe he was going to make a jump to, to AEW or if it was someone else uh, going against Cody. But uh, if you remember uh, several episodes back that I did, I kind of mentioned the rumor that Dustin would, would play in perfectly here, and he and he has. So we'll see what kind of match we end up with on that, and I uh, hope they bring the house down. I hope it's a fantastic match between the two of them. I think we've seen a little bit this of this before with Gold Dust versus Stardust back in WWE and um, they should uh, put on a great show. So we'll see what happens. Cody versus Dustin, again, at double or nothing. Kyrie Sane and Asuka as a tag team. Man, I am loving this. I love this tag team. Thank you to whoever come up with this, whether it was Paige, whether it was somebody in WWE creative. I love it. I think they're a great team, and I, I can't say it enough. Love the insane elbow off the top rope. Addison and I have talked about that on past shows. Kyrie Sane delivers one of the best elbows from the top rope. I just love both of these ladies. I think they're a perfect tag team. they got the gear going on. They're matching there. I cannot wait to see what they bring to professional wrestling, and especially the women's tag team division. Wouldn't doubt it if they had the tag team championships around their waist very soon. And if they didn't, it doesn't matter. They don't really need them. They're already awesome. So again, Asuka and Kyrie Sane, watch out. They're going to be an explosive tag team. I want to talk a little bit about Raw this past week. A lot of things happened on Raw this past week, and we saw AJ Styles and Seth Rollins solidifying their match in Money in the Bank. I'm really happy about this. I was really hoping that we would see these two against each other at Money in the Bank. Uh, They're going to put on a fantastic match. These two guys are the best in the business right now as far as I'm concerned. And I'm kind of torn on this, I'm going to be honest with you. When we do the Money in the Bank predictions, I have absolutely no clue who I'm going to predict in this match. I like both of them. But Seth Rollins, he deserves to have that Universal Championship around his waist. I think he's going to be a great champion. The man I sure would love to see, AJ Styles, with that belt around his waist as well, now that he's on Raw. So I can't wait for this match. Sami Zayn's promo with the pictures of where he went, where he traveled while he was out, that was freaking hilarious. Uh, Sami Zayn is extremely entertaining to me right now. Keep Sami Zayn on there for 30 minutes talking, and I'm happy. He really knows how to get that crowd riled up, and he just does a great job of it. I love the fact that he is uh, anti-fans. You know, the fans are the problem. You're the problem, he says. And, you know, it, it's a way to push the buttons of people like you or people like me and say, you know, it makes you want to boo him. And that's the whole point. of He's getting a reaction, and he's being a fantastic heel right now. And I cannot wait to see how this continues to develop and what else he has up, up his sleeve. So, Sami Zayn, you're doing a great job, man. Keep entertaining us. Keep up the good work. You have got something red hot going right now. Keep it going. So the next thing I want to talk about is Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse. You know what? I'm watching this and I'm thinking, okay, this is a little bit of a mixture between Pee-Wee's Playhouse and Blue's Clues. I don't know if anybody else kind of caught on to that. Uh, I'm getting a sense of of both of those. Not saying that's a bad thing. I grew up absolutely loving Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Uh, My kids loved Blue's Clues. So, you know, it's a perfect marriage together there. I don't think this is where we're going to see Bray Wyatt's character end up. I think there's something else going on here. Don't know what that is, but clearly something else is going on. He, you know, uh, it's hard to say, but it's different and it catches my attention and I laughed about it and I stayed glued to the television the whole time it was on. So you know what? It's doing something right. So Bray Wyatt, um, you know, I'm curious to see how he does in the ring. I'm curious also to see his his entrance. Is he going to keep the same entrance? Is it going to be something different? Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked what he was doing before. It was unique. It was different. And it made everybody pull their phones out and have the Firefly effect going. I think we'll still see that. I think they'll darken the, the lights, you know, and let everybody pull their phones out and create that Firefly firefly effect. That's a, that's a tongue twister there. Firefly effect. Say that uh, five times fast. I don't think I can do it. All right, so Bray Wyatt... Let's see what happens. like it. It's different. Bobby Roode's makeover. From Bobby Roode to Robert Roode, there's been a lot of pictures out there on the internet comparing him to Rick Roode in terms of appearance, the way he looks with the with the, stash, uh, the shorter hair, the robe. I'm not quite sure what they are doing here. If they're purposely trying to have him imitate Rick Roode and use that as a storyline or character that... He's better than Rick Rude. I don't know where this is going to go. But I just feel like it's a, um, you know, obviously a complete ripoff of Rick Rude. And I don't know that it actually legitimizes Bobby Rude in any way, shape, or form, seeing that he is too much like Rick Rude. Nobody wants to see that. People want to see something different. Now, if he comes out and tries to act like Rick Rude, like he is Rick Rude reincarnated or something, maybe that would be funny. Yeah, you know, that might be kind of interesting. That Rick Rude has taken over my body. Rick Rude is reincarnated through Robert Rude. Again, different. Silly, yeah. But it's different. So I could see them doing something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little weird to me. We'll see what happens with it. All right, Alexa Bliss is supposed to reveal the men and women's Money in the Bank participants next week on Raw. I don't know how I feel about this. What I love about Money in the Bank is the fact that we get to watch these qualifying matches and see... Who earns their way into that match? And then when they all come together in the Money in the Bank match, it makes it so much better. So I don't know if she's going to announce the matches that would qualify them for Money in the Bank, or if she's just going to come out on stage or come out to the ring and say, these people are in the men's and these people are in the women's. If she does that, I'm going to be extremely disappointed because this is one of the main reasons I love Money in the Bank. It's the build-up to that Money in the Bank match. It's watching... These men and women earn their way into that match. And then when they go up, whoever it is, and grab that briefcase, it's that much better. So you may agree or disagree, but again, that's what I love about Money in the Bank. Let's have them fight it out. Give everybody a chance to get in this thing. If you're going out and naming five or six or seven participants right off the bat, what about five, six, or seven guys or ladies who had the chance or did not have the chance, I should say, to earn their way into that match. They're being left out. You're just being hand picked. Go out and earn it. That's what's great about it. We'll see what happens on it. But right now, I don't like where it is going. Do the qualifying matches. All right, let's talk a little bit about SmackDown. SmackDown, I tell you, KO Kevin Owens being part of the new day. And how he turned on them got me. It got me. And I guess I maybe I'm just being naive. I wasn't paying enough attention. Maybe I just lost myself in the storyline of him being part of the New Day. But they got me. And uh, I, you know when it happened, of course, you, you weren't too surprised. Oh, well, oh, crap. Yeah, that's, that's Kevin Owens right there for you. But again, I just didn't see it coming. And I like that. I, I like the fact that, you know, call it naive on my part call it the fact that I wasn't paying attention, whatever you want to call it. But I like the fact that I was surprised by that attack because I really bought in to his uh, his New Day uh, participation, the honorary member of New Day. And I'm um, really digging a match between him and Kofi. And I'll be super excited to see. And don't get me wrong. I, I, I love the fact that, Ke- uh, that uh, Kofi is a champion. I think it's long overdue, and he's phenomenal. But I'm going to be super pumped if, if Kevin Owens takes that WWE championship because he deserves it. He's one of the best in the business, not only in the ring, but also on the mic. I've said that many, many times. So KO turning on the new day, a little bit of uh, tomfoolery, and uh, facing what appears to be facing Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank. How about Elias's partnership with the, with the McMahons? I'm loving it. I love the fact that uh, Elias is just playing this... Uh, a uh, guy that is uh, sucking up to the McMahons, I guess you could say, or taking advantage of the fact that the McMahons are endorsing him. And uh, I've always been a big fan of Elias. I feel like he needs to have more in-ring time. I think he, had, he deserves to have a better story uh, line or a rivalry or feud with somebody. And I'm liking the fact that they're putting him with Roman Reigns. And I, I, I hope that they put on a great match at Money in the Bank. And I really hope, for Elias' sake, he comes out with a victory. Nothing personal to Roman Reigns and all all his fans out there, if you're listening, I like Roman Reigns. But I like Elias. And I think Elias deserves a big victory like this over Roman Reigns to put him over, put him into a bigger spotlight, give him even more legitimacy in the WWE, and maybe set him up for a run at the WWE Championship at some point. So Elias... I'm liking it. Let's see what happens between he and Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. All right, Bailey's attitude. How about Bailey's attitude in that segment with Becky Lynch and Charlotte? I love that fiery attitude we saw out of Bailey. It's about time she's trying to go in there and uh, take what she deserves and uh, solidify her place in the women's division. I really wish she would have won that match against Charlotte. I, I hated to see that. Charlotte has uh, had her chances. She has been in the spotlight and deserves to be there. Don't get me wrong. I like Charlotte as well, but so does Bailey. And there's a lot of Bailey fans out there that want to see her get another run with a championship. She deserves that. She's fantastic. So maybe they can uh, do something to get Bailey back in the mix here. But at least they are... Um, putting her up there and giving her opportunities. I'm just so sick and tired of seeing her lose all the time. She's better than that. So now we have Becky defending both titles at Money in the Bank. She's defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte. She's defending the Raw Women's Championship against Lacey Evans. And that leads me into the next thing I want to talk about, which is Lacey Evans' character and her impact on the women's division. I like Lacey Evans, and and not because I'm a South Carolinian, and she's from South Carolina. That's obviously a big part of it. But I like Lacey Evans. I like her character. I like the way it's different. I like her sass. I like her athleticism. She's great on the microphone. She grabs your attention. She's beautiful. She's got a lot of things going for her. I think she could be a great player in the women's division, especially if she was champion. Lacey did a recent interview with Mike Mooneyham with the Post and Courier, And in that interview, she talks about the message that she wants to spread. And the message she's wanting to spread is how it doesn't matter where you come from or what you've been through. It's that you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. Now, clearly that's something that a babyface role would really push. And and, um, and the message it would get put out there would say, you can do anything you put your mind to, you can do this. And she's not a babyface, she's a heel and a dang good one at that. But I just, you know, I like the fact that this is her, this is who she is, this is the real Lacey, and she has come from a, uh, a a tough background, and she's been through a lot, and she's a great testament to what she's saying. No matter what you do, no matter what you've been through, you can overcome it, and you can do what I've done, and which is accomplish your dreams. So I like Lacey. I wish her all the best. Cannot wait to see how she comes out in the ladies' division. I hope they keep putting that rocket strap to her and just launching her to the stratosphere because she's great and I think she'd be a phenomenal, phenomenal player in the women's division. So did we or did we not see the return of CM Punk recently at an independent wrestling show? I've heard some people say, nah, no way, that wasn't him. And other people saying, yep, that's absolutely him. And it's 100% legit. So the whole story there, if you've not uh, not heard it or not seen it, is CM Punk showed up on a show this past Friday night. It was an MKE uh, wrestling show in Wisconsin. He comes out as a masked wrestler, hits the ring, hits the GTS, out he goes. And uh, if indeed it was CM Punk, which again it appears that it was, man, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I hope that we see more of him. Maybe that's all we ever see of CM Punk. Maybe he just makes these random appearances at independent wrestling shows as a masked wrestler to hit a GTS and out he goes. If he does, how about showing up at Universal Championship Wrestling CM Punk? We would greatly appreciate that. But nonetheless, check it out. Go out there and Google it. You'll see it if you had not already. Pretty exciting stuff. Great to see CM Punk even back in a wrestling ring again. The Backlash pay-per-view was scheduled for June the 16th in San Diego, and that has been scrapped. Now, that show was never really official, but it was you know kind of on the agenda of, of shows to have. So it has been scrapped, and it's believed that the Saudi Arabia show for June the 7th is going to be a, pretty much a lock for WWE, and they wanted to go ahead and move that show to Saudi Arabia for obvious reasons. It's a gigantic moneymaker maker for wwe whether you agree or disagree with it enjoy it or not enjoy it listen it's what they need to do okay and support it i mentioned in the past episode i just can't uh i can't wrap my head around the time change and the fact that it's like on a saturday morning or a friday afternoon or something like that whenever it is it's just not a sunday afternoon pay-per-view which is odd to me uh that's the only part i don't like about it other than that, i think it's a great thing so again Backlash not happening this year. Saudi Arabia looks like it's going to take place, possibly, uh, or definitely. We'll, we'll, know, we'll know something here soon, June the 7th. Ronda Rousey had successful surgery. I mentioned uh, in my in, on an Instagram post that she was going in to have some surgery on her hand. Uh, uh, Injuries she sustained at WrestleMania. Not sure if it was broken or not. I think it was broken. May not have been broken. But it was an injury to her hand nonetheless. She went in and got uh, a couple pins put into the knuckle of her pinky finger, which sounds like that would be extremely painful. And uh, she is now on the mend and and trying to work her way to recovery. She put a uh, message out there, her and her husband, about her future, her future plans, made a statement, I should say. And they've made it uh, widely known and uh, obvious that they want to have a baby together. They want to create a family. And I think that's fantastic. I think it's wonderful. And she's also went on to say that she doesn't know how she's going to feel once this happens. And she may look at this baby and be like, okay, I, there's nothing else in the world that, that matters to me, to heck with everything else, or she may not. So, uh, you know, to say this is the last time we'll ever see uh, Ronda in a WWE ring again performing at uh, this past WrestleMania, it's, it's difficult to make that call. Uh, she may have, uh, have a child and then decide to come back the same way uh, Brie Bella did. So nonetheless, wish her and her husband all the best and uh, hope that things go very, very well for them. Impact Wrestling has a pay-per-view coming up this Sunday, April the 28th. It's called Rebellion. It's going to take place in Toronto, Canada with an 8 p.m. bell time. A lot of great matches for this pay-per-view. Cannot wait to watch it. Let's start with the uh, main event match. Let's go there. Johnny Nitro, the champion, versus Brian Cage. A little rematch. I think it's going to be a great one. And what I love about this is Lance Storm is going to be the special guest referee for the match. I think that's going to be outstanding. Cannot wait for that match. Gail Kim coming out of retirement to face Tessa Blanchard. One hell of a match this is going to be. I may be wrong on this one, but man, what a dream match. Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard. Don't want to miss that one. The tag team champions, the Lucha Brothers versus LAX. Taya Valkyrie, the women's champion versus Jordan Grace. And again, if you have not listened to my interview with Taya Valkyrie, go check it out as soon as you finish listening to this. It was a fantastic interview with Taya. She is one of the best in the business, a true professional, a sweet person, and just unbelievable in the ring. So make sure you go check out the interview I did with Taya. And uh, I think her match with Jordan is going to be a good one, but I think she retains that championship. Rich Swann, the X-Division champion, defending it against Sammy Callahan. Again, should be one hell of a match. So, a great pay-per-view that uh, Impact Wrestling has put together. So, make sure you do not miss that. But the wrestling show that you need to watch or need to check out this weekend is the Universal Championship Wrestling Show Extreme Spring Stampede taking place on Saturday, April the 27th in Senoia, Georgia. If you're not familiar with Sonoria, Georgia, it's where they film The Walking Dead. This is going to be a fantastic show that you cannot miss. If you're in the Sonoria area, anywhere in Georgia, South Carolina, any any state that's surrounding Georgia, get in your car and go to this show. If you're not, if you're listening to this somewhere far away from Georgia, jump on a plane, jump on a train, get to this show. You don't want to miss it. All right, so we're going to run down the matches. that are going to be taking place at Extreme Spring Stampede, again, April the 27th. Let's start out with the former UCW Universal Champion, Johnny Swinger. If you've not seen Johnny, don't know where you've been, but you're missing out a fantastic talent against the amazing Elijah Proctor, another great wrestler who has a fantastic character, does some tremendous promos as well leading up to matches. And backs it up in the ring. So Johnny Swinger versus Elijah Proctor. Tag team match to crown the new UCW United Atlantic Tag Team Champions. It is the great tag team of Takuri and King Garuda against Amon Toussaint. And Blake Beretta should be a great tag team between these two teams. Takuri and King Garuda, high flyers. uh, Non-stop action the whole time. Blake Beretta and Amon Toussaint recently formed an alliance, should be a very interesting match. The amazing Leo Pride against Stan, the man, Lee, with Miss Andrea in his corner. Stan is uh, a great heel wrestler and uh, can draw some serious heat from the crowd. Going up against the young and upcoming Leo Pride, who never fails to entertain you when he steps in a ring. Cannot wait to see how this match turns out. Have a Four Corners women's match for to crown the new Universal Women's Champion. This is going to be a great match with the current TNA Knockouts Champion, Taya Valkyrie versus Heidi Katrina versus Maddie Max versus Darcy Dixon. Cannot wait to finally see who will come out as the new Universal Women's Champion. This is going to be one of the best matches of the night, in my opinion. The current Universal Tag Team Champions, Team Fearless, who have held those titles for quite some time now, going up against the Slambinos with Stormy Lee in their corner. Can the Slambinos knock off Team Fearless and take take those Tag Team Championships from them? We shall see. It should be a great matchup. United States Champion Kid Cash versus Caleb Conley. I believe Caleb's going to give Kid Cash a run for his money on this one. Should be another great matchup. Didn't think I would see these two guys in the ring together. And uh, just another reason why you need to check out Universal Championship Wrestling because you never know who you will see in the ring against one another. Should be a, a wonderful matchup. Again, watch out, Kid Cash. Caleb Conley is coming for that United States Championship. And finally, the main event, Carlito, the current Universal Heavyweight Champion against MVP. Again, one of those matches that uh, we hadn't seen these two guys in a ring against each other in a very long time since their days in WWE. Will MVP walk into Sonoya, Georgia and beat Carlito to take his Universal Championship away from him? Time will tell. Go buy your ticket and find out. The suspense is killing me. Cannot wait for this match to take place. Cannot wait for this event to take place. It's going to be a great show. They also have a show coming up in Greenville, South Carolina on May the 25th. That's Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Mayhem. At the Croc Center, downtown Greenville, South Carolina. You don't want to miss this show as well. But make it to Sonoya, Georgia. You never know what can happen in Sonoya, Georgia. Remember, this is the place where they film The Walking Dead. So watch out. Some Walking Dead characters could possibly show up at this show. Will it be Daryl? Will it be Grimes? Or will it be Beta with some walkers with them? Who knows? But you're going to find out by purchasing your ticket, again, to Extreme Spring Stampede, Universal Championship Wrestling. You can purchase a ticket on ucwtv.com. Again, that's ucwtv.com. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. You do not want to miss the show. This is a one of the best independent wrestling companies, if not the best independent wrestling company on the planet right now, Universal Championship Wrestling. All right, so it was recently announced, I think yesterday or day before yesterday, that The Undertaker and Kurt Angle have been pulled from StarCast 2. So a little bit of controversy going on. WWE did not like it, whether it was Vince McMahon or whoever it was, did not like the fact that they were participating in the StarCast uh, event, which is in conjunction with the Double or Nothing pay-per-view that uh, AEW is putting on. So Undertaker and Angle have been pulled from StarCast 2. Sucks for the fans. I know there's a lot of fans probably bought, bought tickets just to go see those two guys. Hate it for them. Hate it for StarCast and for Conrad Thompson. But it is what it is, and that's what they have to deal with. And I uh, still think it's going to be an outstanding show. If you're anywhere near the Las Vegas area, or if you're not, do what you can to get to StarCast 2. should be a fantastic event. And finally, the last thing on my cranium today is Sasha Banks. And I don't know what the heck is going on with her in WWE. Um, you know, She's clearly, from all reports, uh, unhappy with where her character has been going, storyline-wise or whatnot. And she is just not ready to come back. She's wanting to sit this one out for a while. And, uh, you know, what we have to understand about these... Wrestlers is that they are, in a sense, independent contractors, and some of them, some of them are, uh, they're in charge of their own branding, and they, um, they need to look after that. And if they're in, a, if they're in a situation that they don't like, if they're in storylines or in a character that they feel like is not helping elevate their career, they've got to make a tough decision as to what they want to do. Do they want to continue with the company they're with? In this case, WWE. Or do they want to try to go and work things out with the creative team and come up with something different, whether it be with their character or with the storyline? I hate this. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Sasha Banks. I want to see her back in there. She's one of the best, and uh, she deserves to be up there with the best. And she deserves to be in whatever storyline is going to make her appear like the best to herself and to her fans. I hope she gets things worked out with WWE. If she doesn't, I hope she... uh, Find something that can make her happy, whether it's going and touring the independent ranks, whether it's to go to AEW, whether it's to go to Impact, whether it's to go to Ring of Honor, whether it's to go to New Japan. There's a lot of options out there right now. Mr. Apter, Bill Aptor, dear friend, says, we are in a, the era of choice. We are in the era of choice, and he, is, he hit the nail on the head when he said that. There are a lot of choices out there, not only for fans, but for the wrestlers, and that's a great thing. We need competition. Uh, competition makes things healthy so I hope that Sasha does uh, does what's best for her I want to see her character and her as a person be extremely successful and uh, wish her all the best no matter what happens so we'll keep you updated we'll see what's going on and if there's anything that we hear definite it'll be on our social media page on our Instagram page on our Twitter page on our Facebook page make sure you again you go subscribe Facebook Facebook Follow us, Chair Shots to the Cranium. Instagram and Twitter is Chair, the number two, Cranium, chair to cranium And again, go subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And also, go subscribe on our YouTube channel. Thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to hit that play button wherever you are. If you're traveling in your car, if you're at work, if you're at home, wherever you are and you're listening to Chair Shots to the Cranium, Thank you. And again, please go tell your family, please go tell your friends about Chair Shots to the Cranium. And you know what? You can go buy a Chair Shots to the Cranium t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com. Pick up your very own Chair Shots to the Cranium t-shirt. They're awesome. Anytime I've worn it out, people see it. They're like, I love your t-shirt. Where did you get it? ProWrestlingTees.com. Don't forget about our Money in the Bank prediction show. Money in the Bank is coming up in about four weeks. So we will put out a prediction show, Addison and myself, leading up to Money in the Bank pay-per-view and also get an update on where we stand on our prediction records. Addison still has a slight lead on me. So we'll see how we shape out with this pay-per-view and if she will increase her lead or if I will take over the lead. We shall see. So as always, I thank you for taking another chair shot to the cranium.